The Successful Servant Leader Podcast is all about the pioneer woman on her unique journey of becoming and being who God has called her to be. The divine connection between the wealth mindset and success in every area of our lives can no longer be denied. Successful Servant Leader teaches us how to increase our confidence and strategically and effectively serve while in the pursuit of success in our lives, our faith, and our businesses. I'm your host, Victoria Grace, and welcome to the show. Happy second episode of 2023. Hey, SSL fam. I'm super excited for today's episode. Of course, thank you much for tuning in and being a part of this movement. I'm so glad that you're here. Give yourself a huge pat on the back for intentionally choosing to be a part of this conversation that will surely help all of us level up spiritually, personally, and professionally. If you're new here, welcome. What's up? Happy 2023. Go ahead and make sure that you hit that subscribe button on whatever app you're listening on. You'll get a fresh episode on either the wealthy place, healthy behavior change, and current topics related to the modern day servant leader and the modern pioneer woman every single week. Of course, I have to go ahead and say happy new week. Again, this is the second episode of 2023, as well as the second week of the year, right? So happy new week. I pray that your last week was off the chain. And if it was not, okay, because we're going to talk about that today. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm going to be real. If it was not off the chain last week, let's talk about today. (laughs) let's talk about today what we can do to make sure that this week is off the chain and better than last week and every single week for the rest of this year that is what we're going to do we're going to do the work that is required to make sure that every week is better than the last every day is better than the last regardless of the events that happen in our lives that we cannot control regardless of what the life throws at us, right? Remember, 2023 reminder, E plus R equals O. Event plus response equals the outcome, okay? So if last week was not off the chain, let's do what we can together to make sure that this week is. Today's BT is based off of Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse four, but I'm gonna go ahead and read chapter 20 verses one through four, because I think it's very, very good, especially for the word that God has given me for this year. And it says at the top of the screen, you guys know, I love the new living translation because it kind of gives us titles to each section or each chapter. And it says regulations concerning war. And I do not think that this is a coincidence at all. You've got to understand that the What I'm going to share with you this year and what God is expecting for you to engage in, operate in, and experience this year, it's going to start a war. If you've ever been on the prayer call with me, which if you did not know, we do a prayer call every single Wednesday, every single Wednesday since 2019, every single Wednesday at currently it is 6.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. But for what God has planned for the rest of this year, it will be changing, but I'll let you know when it changes. So right now it's every Wednesday, 6.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. 
And if you've ever been on one of the prayer calls with me, then you know at least once a month we do our prayer of activation of spiritual warfare. And it is a prayer written and produced by Dr. Cindy Trim in one of her books. And the book is called child, I will put it in the comments for you so you can have that. Okay. I'll put it in the show notes for you guys. But anyway, she lets us know that when we say prayers like that prayer of activation of spiritual warfare, and we ask our angels, right, to marshland, protect our personage, to excel in strength on our behalf, it starts a war in the spirit realm because now the enemy And everything, his little foxes, right? His little minions, his little demons, his little friends, his little monitoring spirits, the ones that come and sit and try to hear what we're doing and what we are talking about and then go back and share it with the other demons so that they can try to intercede and intervene so that we can't do what we're supposed to do. When we ask our angels to marshland protect our personage and excel in strength on our behalf, it starts a war. And what I'm going to tell you guys, I don't even know if I said it in last week's episode. I know that I shared the email that I sent out and I'm super glad that I did that. Right. And we're going to get there. But I'm going to tell you guys now so that you can start to get prepared for what God has coming. Okay. And so, yeah, you're going to start a war. But even though you're starting a war. And mind you, the war has already been going on. You just haven't been engaged in it. Okay. Oh, the book is called The Rules of Engagement, you guys, by Dr. Sidney Trim. But I still will put it in the show notes for you guys. Love that book. You definitely want to have it in your arsenal. Any class, any course that people take with me, any service that I provide, I always provide a reference of book references. And that is on the, that's on the list. Every single time. So anyway, the war has already started. You just haven't been engaging in it. But once you decide that you're going to accept what God has said and what he wants you to see and experience and operate in, it's going to start a war. Okay. So back to Deuteronomy 20 verses one through four. Like I said, the title at the top says regulations concerning war. Verse one says, when you go out to fight your enemies and you face horses and chariots and an army greater than your own, do not be afraid. The Lord, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt is with you. When you prepare for battle, the priest must come forward to speak to the troops. He will say to them, listen to me, all you men of Israel, do not be afraid as you go out to fight your enemies today. Do not lose heart or panic or tremble before them again. Do not lose heart. Do not panic and do not tremble before them. Verse four, for the Lord, your God is going with you. He will fight for you against your enemies and he will give you victory. So repeat after me. Our biblical truth today is simply God has given me the victory. Again, God has given me the victory. And the important thing here is 
It's very simple today, straight to the point today, right? But I need you to understand how powerful this is. Deuteronomy 20 verse four says, for the Lord, your God is going with you, which means he's not going to leave you behind, which means he's going to be right beside you. He's going to have your back. So as you give him your yes, you're not in this alone, even though it may seem like it in the natural, right? You've got to tap into him. You've got to tap into what he has for you, right? Spiritually and open your spiritual eyes so that you can see God has already given me the victory, right? I've already won this battle, right? I cannot shrivel or grow weary or come back and try to hide, right? Because God has already given me the victory and I know that he has my back no matter what is going on. So I have to continue to do and match my faith with works instead of getting afraid or discouraged or growing weary or tired in doing whatever it is that he has told you to do. So again, our biblical truth today is very, very simple. God has given me the victory. And if you have to say this every single day when you wake up in the morning, God has given me the victory. It says again in verse four, for the Lord, your God is going with you. He will fight for you, which means you don't have to fight. He will fight for you against your enemies and he will give you the victory. So, of course, make sure that you stand firmly on today's biblical truth. Believe, 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 believe. The first step to receiving, the first step to operating in, the first step to experiencing is actually believing. Believe that you have the power and the authority through Christ to mentally and physically align yourself with God's truth regularly and consistently, not just on occasion, not just sometimes. Miracles don't have to be every now and again for you or once in a lifetime. That's just by belief. And based off of what God told me for this year, he kind of confirmed that, you know, so yeah. Make sure that you guys believe that wholeheartedly. So before we hop right in, let me go ahead and just spill our tea for this week. Very, very, very exciting on this second week of 2023. First things first, again, is a reminder that we do have our prayer call every single Wednesday at 6.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. The second little bit of tea is that I am a part of a 31-day prayer challenge right now. So if you are interested in that, you can check the link in my show notes and you can join me for that. We've already started. We are on day six currently. No, we're on day five. We're on day five. And by the time you guys get this episode, mm, you can still join regardless, okay? If you know you need to add prayer into your everyday life and that's how you want to end the first month of 2023, definitely click that link in the show notes and join us. It's every single morning, I believe 5.45 a.m. Central Standard Time, 6.45 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so, yeah. And then my last little bit of piping hot tea that I want 
to spill on today is to make sure that you are on my email list. Make sure that you are on my email list because again, I already kind of got ahead of myself at the beginning of this episode, but God has some huge things in store and I'm waiting specifically to send out this email after this podcast episode goes out just to make sure that if I had anybody that still isn't on the list yet or anybody who is kind of like a a late bloomer, right? You just got the information or you just decided like, okay, this is what I want to do. Make sure that you get on my email list. You'll be getting this episode on Monday and I'll be sending an an email out on Wednesday. So make sure that you are connected. All you have to do is click that link in the show notes. It'll take you directly to where you can insert your name and your email address. So amongst other things, in last week's episode, I mentioned this word intentionality, this topic or this concept of being intentional. And right here, right now, I am operating in my intentionality, which I told you guys, I planned out everything on my calendar and then I have my whiteboard and then I have like my iPad and all the things. And so Fridays are recording days now. So I record before the episode is supposed to go out instead of the day of, and that is what I plan to continue to do for the rest of this year. And I think what what I'm going to do going forward I'm just going to do a quick snippet and let you guys know like, hey, it's Friday, I'm recording and I'm doing the thing. So I hope that my intentionality and my consistency aids and is like encouragement to you to be consistent and to be intentional. And y'all know I love a good definition. So if you just type in the word intentional on Google, this is what it says. It is an adjective. So it is a descriptive word, right? It is a word that describes something. And so I think that that's not by coincidence, obviously, that it is a descriptive word. And our title today is intentional glory, which means glory is intentional. Okay. Oh, that's good. Thank you, God. Glory is intentional. The definition of intentional says done on purpose or deliberate, right? The similar words are deliberate, calculated, conscious, done on purpose, intended, planned, meant, considered, studied, knowing, willful, purposeful, purposed, premeditated, preplanned, thought out in advance, prearranged, preconceived, predetermined, voluntary, and prepense. So out of the words that I've shared with you guys, there are two words that I really want to kind of look further into. The first word is calculated. It is also an adjective. And when I first think of calculated, I think of something like diabolical, something evil, right? We always say like the mad scientist had like a calculated plan, right? And so I want us to start to think about God as someone who is calculated. Now, someone or something, right? Because he is more than someone, right? But he's calculated. Why do we know that he's calculated? Number one, Jeremiah 29 and 11, right? For I know the plans that I have for you, the saith the Lord, plans for good and not for evil, not to harm you. 
right? To give you a hope and a future. He had to think about this. He planned ahead for this. Like he put all of the numbers and the mathematics together to say, you know what? I have plans for you that are good and not for evil plans to give you a hope and a future. You just got to tap in, right? The math has to math right? You've got to provide your portion. You've got to hold up your end of the bargain. If two comes without the other two, there's no way that it can equal four. Two with zero only equals two. Two with one only equals three. Two with five, it equals seven. But two and two is going to equal four. And God knows for a fact, he wants your equation to equal four. So he's going to provide two. He needs you to provide the other two so that it can equal four. And so I think that this was so good calculated. It says of an action done with full awareness of the likely consequences. Um, Again, similar words are deliberate, premeditated, planned, preplanned, and preconceived. And when we look at this done with full awareness of the likely consequences, God calculated for you to be born when you were born and for you to be right here listening to this podcast episode for such a time as this. He did it with full awareness of the likely consequences that you'd be in this state of mind, not the state of mind from four years ago, not the state of mind from two years ago, not the state of mind from yesterday. Yesterday. He knew that you were going to listen to this right here, right now with the state of mind, the advanced state of mind, the mind that is ready to tap into Jesus's wealthy place and to actually give him your yes and to actually dare to pursue on his terms. He calculated all of this fully aware of the likely consequences that you were going to give him your yes, as well as you were going to dare to pursue in the way that he's called you to pursue. He, he, he knew that you were going to, for me specifically, he knew that if he had given me anything that he had given me beforehand, before last year, I was going to ask for 511 conference confirmations. He knew that he had to give me everything at an appointed time, at a calculated, predestined, preconceived and premeditated time. Right. So that once he gave it to me, I can say, you know what? I have the faith. Right. I have the faith to say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do it. And even if I'm wrong, I don't care about being wrong because I'd rather be wrong than miss an opportunity to be right. OK, that's for somebody. All last year, this is what I was doing and this is what I was operating in. I said, you know what? Whatever he tells me to do, I'm going to do it because I'd rather be wrong. In saying, I heard God say this, or I think I know God told me to do this. I'd rather be wrong than not be right and miss out on that opportunity of being right and being obedient. I hope that makes sense. And I hope it's clicking for you guys because this is powerful. And I believe that in this season and in 2023, he's calling you to be intentional about your obedience. He's calling you to be calculated about your obedience saying, you know what? I'm going to do the mind work. Everything that I've done from the pandemic, I'm going to start with 2020 because I think a lot of us started to shift during the pandemic. Okay. I think it was something that happened when the pandemic started. And so from 2020 until now, you felt the urge, the nudge and the tool, the pull on your gut, right? That says so-and-so, whatever your name is, I need you to do this where you are having dreams about it. You can't stop thinking about it. And here in this year, all of the work from the past two years 
is now giving you the fullness and the strength to say, you know what? I don't care what anybody else has to say. I'm going to do this, whether they call me dumb, whether they call me stupid, whether they say I'm not qualified, whether they say I speak terribly, whether I have a stutter like Moses had a stutter, whether I was not the best looking, whether I don't care what happens because, and again, a lot of these things are subjective, right? Okay. A lot of these things we put on ourselves and we think about ourselves, right? And so God is calling us to be calculated in our intentionality. like. He wants us to premeditate our intentionality when it comes to him. One more word that I want to share with you guys is conscious. To do something intentionally, you have to be conscious. Again, we're all about the adjectives today. Conscious is an adjective and it says to be aware of and responding to one's surroundings, to be awake. Similar words are aware, awake, wide awake, Alert, responsive, feeling, reactive, right? Reactive. But when it comes to reactive, God wants us to be proactive. He does not want us to be reactive. He wants us to be proactive, but that'll probably be another teaching for another day. But I just need you guys to understand that to be intentional, you have to be self-aware, Period. And if you need a reminder of what all of this is, there is an episode right here on the podcast called The Importance of Self-Awareness. I have another episode, Mindfulness Was God's Idea. I also have blog posts directly connected to these episodes. So you can go to SuccessfulServantLeader.com and check that out. But you have to be consciously aware. You have to be self-aware. You have to be self-aware of Holy Spirit on the inside of you. You've got to be cognizant to the helper and the resources that God has already given you so that you can be intentional, right? This word intentional is so powerful. And when God told me to put it in front of glory, oh my goodness, according to Merriam-Webster, I didn't just go to Google for this one, but according to Merriam-Webster, Glory is a noun and it means praise, honor, or distinction extended by a common consent, worshipful praise, honor, and thanksgiving, something that secures praise or renown, a distinguished quality or asset, a state of great gratification or exaltation, a height of prosperity or achievement, a great beauty and splendor magnificence, something marked by beauty or resplendence. We're going to have to look that word up. It says the splendor and beauty, happiness of heaven, eternity, a ring or spot of light and a halo appearing around the shadow of an object. And what I really want to share with you guys is God told me that the year of 2023 He wants his sons, his daughters, his children to come to him and say, Lord, please show me your glory. Mm. Now, if we look at the verb of glory, it says to rejoice proudly and to be used with, right? It says used to express surprise or delight. 
it's just all good things surrounding this word. And throughout the rest of this year, we are going to be definitely diving in. So again, make sure that you're connected. Okay. Like I said, make sure that you're connected because I'm excited for him to show me his glory. It's, it's pretty much like a biblical truth because it's literally in Exodus 33. You guys will get all of that information. It's Exodus 33 verse, I'm not sure right now, but Moses literally goes to God and he says, then Lord, show me your glory. He says this, he's not asking, he's basically telling. And I'm saying this because God is showing us We don't know how to tap into his glory. We haven't experienced it. We think things are great now. We think things are just so amazing, which I'm sure they are for a lot of us. And for some of us, we still have yet to experience that point of where we're like, life is good. But overall, he wants us to experience and operate in his glory. And he said very, very, very clearly to me that we haven't yet. We haven't, we haven't even touched the surface. And so that is what this is going to be all about for 2023. I mean, all teachings, all the things will be around this topic. Okay. So I hope that you're ready and I hope that you are willing to use your tongue, to use your mouth for life speaking, to use your wisdom that God is giving you to disseminate his word, right? Into your life, to disseminate his word into your situation, into your sons and your daughter's lives, into your nieces and nephews, your siblings, your family, into your bloodline. This is what it means to be real MVP. I've said it once, but for those of you that may be new, God told me very specifically, I'm called to the real MVPs. And I said, God, what is that? Like, okay, we know MVP is the most valuable player. I'm immediately thinking about sports. And he says, yes, the most valuable player in the bloodline right here, right now. Not from 10, 20 years ago. The prayers of your grandmother are still amazing. And a lot of us are still tapped into that. We're still operating off of that, but he wants you to let that go. It's time for you to step into the role as the real MVP right here, right now in the bloodline period right here right now where you're called to break the generational curses and build generational wealth spiritually and naturally that is what he is saying so he said intentional glory because he needs you to know and understand that glory is so many different things that's why I'm so excited to really hop into this topic but not just let's just talk about God for a moment Giving him glory and honor and praise and worshiping, right? Just bowing down before him, dare to bow down, right? Bowing down before him, investing in the things of him, right? With our time and our resources, um, all of the things, pursuing him, that's showing him glory. And what he's saying on our behalf is that he wants us to experience the rewards and the splendor of his glory. Why do you think that Moses went up to him boldly? I I did a teaching on this on Tuesday. It was not planned and it just, that's just kind of how it happened. I did it on Clubhouse and I let, I read the scripture and I said, Moses had to have some guts. 
God had just taken him and his people out of captivity and crossing the, he literally split apart the Red Sea so that they could cross it and then closed it up just in time to kill Pharaoh and his army. Okay. Like God just did all of that for him. And Moses still had the guts. He still had whatever he need, the boldness and the confidence to say, you know what, God, you did do. You just did all that for me. You told me I'm taking these people into the promised land. You've spoken life into me, but I still need one more thing. I still need something else from you. And I think right here is a very valuable lesson that even though I know for a lot of us, there is wealth that we have not tapped into generational blessings and things like that. And even at the point where I am in my life and I got to a point where I'm like, well, I ain't going to ask for nothing else, child, because I never even knew it could be this good. OK, I never, I, I'm still baffled. I wake up every day and I thank God for what he's done for me and my family. And I thank you for continuing to cover us and continuing to let the, the devil know whose we are. And whom we serve. Okay. And of course I always do my part too. And that's why I always tell you guys, you have to do your part as well. But I was like, I ain't going to ask for nothing else, honey, because (laughs) I don't want to, that's the spirit. We're going to talk more about this and I don't necessarily have the words for it now, but I know that God will give it to me for anybody else that may feel like that. Like, Hey, I don't want to ask for nothing else because this is like too good to be true. And I'm thanking God for it every day. I'm so glad that it's happened. And I know that he's going to continue to keep me and cover me and all these things. But Moses, even after all that, I mean, God has given them food from heaven, manna from heaven, water from a rock. And he still goes to God and say, I- I'm still missing something. And what I said on Tuesday was, even when it seems like you have it all, even when it seems like you have it all, you can still go to God and say, you know what? I'm missing something. And that one thing that we are all missing right here, right now is his glory. We have yet to see it. We have yet to experience it and we have yet to operate in it. So I want you to take what I've said here today. Go back to our biblical truth. God has already given you the glory. Okay. He's already giving you the victory. I'm sorry. He's already given you the victory. And because we know he's given us the victory going into this and understanding this topic today of intentional glory, it should be easy, right? Oh, he already gave it a victory. So I should just tap in. I should just let it come out of my own mouth. Lord, please show me your glory. You already said you gave me the victory. Now I need you to show me your glory. And I know for a fact, that's how God wants to come to each and every one of us this year, uniquely and divinely. It's going, it's not going to look the same for me as it is for you. It's not going to look the same for your friend as it's going to look for you. I know that it's going to be different for everybody. I believe that spiritual gifts will be birthed this year. I believe that purpose will be born this year for a lot of you. I believe that you'll walk into places and rooms that you never thought that you're going to walk into. I believe that even though the world says that we're in a recession, that we are not going to experience that because we're going to go to God and say, Lord, please show me your glory. And that is what I have for you guys today. Get connected. Stay tapped in. Because I'm going to be just doing things 
off of the strength of what God tells me to do when he tells me to do it and how he tells me to do it. We have uh, some amazing things coming up in this community. Get tapped in, get connected, catch up on the podcast. If you're not inside of Dare to Pursue, our free community, make sure that you're inside of that. The link will be in the show notes. If you need the blog post, the link will be in the show notes. If you need anything, again, I'm going to put the blog post to our prayer of activation of spiritual warfare so that you can have access to the book and all of that good stuff as well. All of that will be for you in the show notes. God is saying he's giving you the resources and he is tired of you not tapping in. He's tired of you staying on the sidelines when he called you to be in the ring. He's tired of you. Let me say it again. Staying on the sidelines, coaching everybody else on when he called you to be in the ring. You can still be a coach and still be in the ring. Okay. So that's what I have for you guys today. I pray that this episode of the Successful Servant Leader podcast was good to you and I'll see you guys next week.